Inspired. Sharing your journey. That's part of what we're about here at the RPR Network on Real Presence Live, inspiring you to live your Catholic faith to the fullest. After a visit from our Lord one night, Deb Frederick's life would never be the same. We're going to hear how Jesus has been working through her, especially as a hospice volunteer of many years. As yours truly, Matt Wilkham and Father Randall Kazel, we're going to visit with Deb during this inspired segment here on our Real Presence Live. Deb, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us on Real Presence Live. Good morning to you. Yes, thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Deb? Well, um, sure. It started when I was born. I just felt so loved by my dad. My dad was a very big influence, so I felt the love of the father. But then you go through middle school, high school, and you kind of lose that because you lose your self-confidence. Um and then, um, but I was blessed to, I've been married for almost 40 years to a wonderful husband. I have four beautiful children, adult children, and five um, wonderful grandchildren. And you want to share a story this morning about being a longtime hospice volunteer. And Where does this story begin, Deb? Well, I didn't know it at the time. Um, when I first took the hospice training, um, I am the oldest of six siblings, and I wanted to, like help them with their journey with death and dying. <clears throat> and so I took the training just because I thought I would help them. Well, when I took the training, um, they wanted, they always ask you at the end of the eight weeks how you want to volunteer, and I said, I don't, because I'm not worthy. I can't <laughs> fix people from dying. Um, I don't want to volunteer. And she said, well, darn, I was going to give you a baby. It was a two-month-old baby that had brain cancer. And I love children. I had had a daycare in the past, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, what would I have to do? And she said, um, well, you would just have to go every third day and sit with this, hold this baby, because since they knew their baby was going to die, they wanted it to be held. And I said, well, I can do that. So it was totally a God thing, because I went into it saying, no, 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 I can't do this. And then God was just like, come on, you can do this. And um, it was a beautiful um relationships well that's beautiful how the witness toward what our lord was doing and and uh how was our lord continue to lead you uh in this service that you're doing even currently to this day right right yes yes it's been i've been volunteering i have a lot of children that i volunteered for um and i'm basically just their friend there's no special i'm not any special person i don't have any special instructions um, sometimes the least said, the better. I'm just really loving them, and it's Jesus loving them through me. You know, Jesus, I just get this feeling that he wants me to be his arms to hug, his voice to spread the joy, and um, it's just really letting him be in control. Um, I have a little story about <clears throat> my husband and I driving down the road, and back in the day when we were first dating, we were sitting side by side, and and now that we're married almost 40 years, I'm over by the door and he's driving. And so we're driving down the road and in front of us is this young, young couple. And they're they're just sitting side by side and, and we're following them for a couple blocks. And <clears throat> excuse me. finally, I said to my husband, why don't we sit like that anymore? And he said, well, I haven't moved. And I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, that's <laughs> us. God is in the driver's seat. God is he's in control. 
So we're the ones that move over. We're the ones sometimes we get in the back seat. Sometimes we totally get out of the car. And so it just yeah. tells me, just surrender and let God be in control because he does work with us, through us, if we just be still. But that's the trick, and that's what I constantly have to work on. Oh, great witness, Deb. Thank you. And uh, what does it mean, Deb, to you to be able to be with people as a volunteer? So, you know, some of the toughest points of their life. I remember when I was a seminarian, I was asked to do hospice, and I was not... I honestly was not very good at it, and uh, I, I I was one of those people who just didn't even want to get into the car. Uh, but I think uh, I think the Lord has particular graces for us, for those who are willing, like you, to walk with others in a very powerful time of in their life. What does it mean to you to be able to to do that? Well, I feel blessed that it's it's not me; it's Jesus. Because um, what they'll do, what the office will do, is give me an address and send me to a house. And I, I try not to read too much into the report because I want to go in with an open agenda because not one situation is like the other. So the biggest thing is just to be still and maybe do a lot of listening and just really be their friend. Be Jesus for them. You know, hug them, love them, um, cry with them. It's okay to cry with them. You know, um, I've experienced that with my own life. My, I was 16 when my um, sister died, of, and she was nine, and she died at home. I didn't know this at the time, that that's why I probably ended up into hospice. But um, And people came over, and they, they it wasn't the words they said. It wasn't they tried to fix it. They just were there. They just were there. And, and that was important to me. I just felt that love. <clears throat> You're listening to Real Presence Live here, broadcasting the Church of St. Michael. I'm Father Randall Cades with Matt Wilcom, and we have Deb Friedrich on with us here this morning in our inspired segment. Deb, it's a beautiful witness about your service to souls uh, undergoing the the time of hospice, and and is there any anything that you would like to share with listeners who may be feeling a tug at their hearts? Our Lord wanting to uh, utilize them as an instrument, like you, you're very generously and insightfully see yourself as an instrument of our Lord in, in these crucial moments for others. Uh, is there any advice you'd give to others who might be listening and might be interested in some kind of service like this? Well, I would say to take that extra step, and and then and then it's it's really about letting Jesus work through you. It's not about us. As soon as I think I'm in control and I'm the good one, then I fall. But if I really listen to Jesus, it's kind of like relationships. Like, I'm a visual, and so if you take a glass of milk and you really want chocolate syrup, you really want chocolate milk. So you have this white, you know, this glass of milk, and you you pour in this chocolate syrup, and that's Jesus. Well, that he's in each one of us, but we have to stir that. We have to talk to him, ask him for help. We have to stimulate that relationship. So Jesus is in each one of us, but we need to, you know, work on that relationship, whether it's a relationship with Jesus, with our spouse, with our kids, with our friends. Relationships take time, T-I-M-E, you know, time. And um, so that's what I encourage people to do is to be still and to pray. Pray, ask for help. Ask for help. I would also imagine, Deb, that you encourage them to offer up their sufferings, when, especially in this time when they're really on the cross. You know, they've, they've, yeah. they've. There's nowhere they can go. There's all that all they have really is God, and it's a testament yeah. to the fact that we don't come into this world with anything, and we will not leave this world with anything of of this world. And yeah, you, yeah. all that we have is is Jesus. 
Yes, that is true because I've never seen a hearse full of trailer of stuff. So right. when we, you know, when we leave, we are leaving. We are leaving just the relationships that we've made. That's the that's the difference we make in life. Um, yes, exactly. And what message would you like to leave with the listeners this morning, Deb, regarding hospice and your experience in working with that? Well, I, I would say it's about relationships. I would really stress that. Because um, at the end of our journey, it's really about the relationships that make a difference. And when I say that, I mean with God, because He is there. He, God is in each one of us. Jesus is in, is in each one of us. You know, it's it's we have to stimulate that relationship. Um, so I, I guess I would just, and I would say spread the joy. Just, I don't know. I, I just, Jesus is so good if you just let Him work through you. Yeah, Deb, it's inspiring how you speak in this way. I can see that I, I, I think the, the vi- people you visit, they're probably really glad to have you there because you have, they have this sense of being with our Lord, but also this sense of, you know, every day is good. Uh, it, yes. it, it comes across in how you speak. Yes, and, and it's really fun to come in as a stranger because then they get to tell their whole life story and nobody's going to correct them. And so I sit, I sit with them, hold their hand. Um, I asked them if I could pray with them because I don't want to um, push anything onto them. But most of the time they do. They want to pray. And so you just do a, you just hold their hand and listen to them. Love them, I guess. Deb Frederick, thank you so much. Truly inspiring on our Inspired segment here on Real Presence Live, talking about the power of hospice and volunteering. Consider it. It's a very powerful ministry indeed. We're broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. I'm Matt Wilkham, along with Father Randall Kazel. More Real Presence Live next.